Welcome to the Connected Insurance Podcast, presented by Agency Revolution. Listen to interviews with the most influential people in the insurance industry. Learn the most important strategies, tactics, trends, and challenges facing today's independent insurance agents and brokers. Subscribe today and get updates delivered right to your inbox. And now, without further delay, the Connected Insurance Podcast. Hello, everybody. This is Michael Jans, co-founder of Agency Revolution and... Today, your podcast host and principal for Michael Jan's advisor. I want to welcome you to this episode of the Connected Insurance Podcast presented by Agency Revolution, creators of Fuse. Fuse is the insurance marketing software that skyrockets retention, boosts policy per customer, and makes your clients love your agency. Without you having to hire more staff, programmers, or technologists, if you haven't done it lately, you should. Visit agencyrevolution.com and request a demo of the software that agents and brokers uh, literally are raving about. I see the testimonials. So um, I'm excited about inviting you to this podcast. Um, It's um, not a conversation the way most are. It's a conversation between me and you because I'm my own guest and what I'm attempting to do is answer the question, how does an insurance agency scale in the modern age of insurance? How do you grow um, and grow not um, the average five or 10%, but how do you grow 25 to 40% per year? So uh, my uh, my topic is the self-scaling insurance agency. The three-step method to fast growth insurance insurepreneurs use to grow 25 to 40% per year. Uh, before uh, we dive into that presentation, um, I, will, uh, I will say, number one, uh, if I have ever or we have earned five-star reviews from you, if you would share it on, on Apple or your favorite podcast platform. I'd be ever, ever so grateful. Um, And I I also will say this, I have a kit that I am 80, 90% done with. I'll probably be done with it um, almost by the time we go live with this podcast. It's a kit that um, is designed to give you some of the tools. It's a toolkit that we talk about in this conversation. If you want a copy of the kit, I don't have a landing page for it. I'm making it available to listeners of this podcast. Um, but So I don't have a super simple way, like just you know, click here and get it. Uh, but I'm going to get it to you for free. And I can guarantee you, if you follow the steps I lay out in the kit, you're going to see growth th- this year like you've never seen before. Uh, so if you want it, um, reach out to me by email, michael at michaeljans.com or hop on LinkedIn. Hopefully you're following me and just uh, send me a LinkedIn message and tell me you want the kit. Now, I do have more than one toolkit uh, that I'm making available right now. So this one, if you want this one, just say something. Uh, I want the self-scaling um, toolkit or the podcast toolkit. And I'll know exactly what you mean, and I'll get you a copy of it. So that's it. Just reach out to me, and I'll get you a free toolkit to help you grow. That being said, without further ado, it is a um, privilege for me to be able to speak directly with you about the self-scaling insurance agency, the three-step method for fast-growth insurerpreneurs to grow 25 to 40% per year. Thank you. Hello, everybody. It's Michael Jansen, and I'm going to talk to you as if you were right here in the casita, and that you and I are having a conversation about what's working in the modern age of insurance for organic growth. The reason I want to address that is it does seem that, well, clearly things have changed and things are changing rapidly, and there's a lot of confusion. First of all, there's generally a lot of confusion about marketing. What is it, and what is it particularly today? Is it pay-per-click, SEO, lead magnets, funnels, top of the funnel, middle of the funnel, bottom of the funnel, direct mail? 
Somebody, the, the other day, a very serious um, fellow professional marketer, not in our, our space, was saying, absolutely got to be advertising on TikTok. So <laughs> when does it stop changing? Never. And when will it slow down? Never. So <clears throat> there's a lot of confusion about what's working in the modern age of insurance, what's working in marketing. And I know people are tired of wasting time and money. Principals are tired of chasing shiny new objects. And a number of people have said, I've tried that before. So let me address that. <clears throat> Regarding confusion, confusion is eliminated with clarity. And I want to provide that in this conversation. Wasting time and money, I definitely get that. Spending money on marketing that you don't know whether or not it's going to work, let's not do that anymore. Let's focus on high leverage activities where it's really not an expense. It really is an investment. It's the kind of investment where a dollar can bring back $2 or $5 or $10. Regards to chasing shiny new objects, we don't need to do that anymore. We can follow a reliable path and plan and add new capabilities, new strengths, and new skills quarter by quarter. Now, for those of you who have possibly said, I've tried marketing before and maybe thinking, gosh, it doesn't work for me, or I've tried it before and it's not really the solution to organic growth. That's kind of like me saying, I've tried, I tried to speak Spanish before I had Spanish lessons. Now I live on Manana Road and I work out of a casita. So clearly I know how to speak Spanish, but I understand. I, I understand that perhaps you've tr tried things that didn't work, but I can assure you, uh, understanding a few key basic principles and installing three systems. We'll give you the opportunity to not work so hard, not get burnout, um, and rather watch your agency grow. I call this the self-scaling insurance agency. This is a self-scaling method where if you install a few fundamental principles, you won't work as hard. The systems will do the work for you. So I want to break it down into three chunks, and this is what we're going to cover. Chunk number one, um, organizing and understanding gives clarity and gives confidence and allows us to, to see what's working and what's not working so we can engineer it. That's step number one. Step number two, planning and prioritizing your organic growth allows you to have in front of you a roadmap that clearly lays out precisely what to do next. So you don't need to be worried about your organic growth. You're going to take care of this year's growth one quarter at a time, and maybe take care of this quarter's growth one month at a time by following a clear path and plan. And number three, motivate and accelerate. This is the cheat. Um, this is, uh, this engages everything we know about human psychology and not how to beat it, how to ride with it, how to, how to exploit your own psychology, how to shoot ahead of the competition by connecting with the right people and hacking the best of networking and unleashing lifelong learning. So we're really hacking the who. So those three steps, one, we're going to organize and understand it. Two, we're going to plan and prioritize it with a clear path and plan. And number three, we're going to hack the who. We're going to formalize what most people do sloppily, chaotically, informally. We're going to formalize the network. So my objective here is to give a path and plan and clarity that allows you to scale. And I'm going to define that. In an insurance agency, I'll define it somewhat different than for an insure tech. So 70, 80% of my clients are retail insurance agents, 20, 30% are others. Uh, vendors, um, people who serve the independent agency system and insure techs who swim in the agency system. Those, that's, my, that's the pool that I swim in. Uh, for an agency, if you want to be 10 times the size you are now, so let's say you're a $3 million agency, a uh, revenue agency, boom, you want to be a $30 million agency, I'm not going to make that happen this year, but I can make that happen in 10 years. How? By giving you the systems that allow you to go 25.89% per year. Boom. You do that. You maintain that pace for 10 years. 
You've seen case studies probably of clients of mine who have done it. They didn't do it in a year, but they did it in 10 years. Not hard. Now, that being said, I'll circle back on that because when we get to the path and plan, which is covered under the five levels of the modern insurance agency, that happens typically that level, 25.89% and higher at level four and level five. We'll get to that. One thing that I want to clarify is um, really what marketing is not. I think oftentimes marketing gets a lousy rap. Uh, one, there, uh, there, there are a lot of marketers who are, who, who, or that maybe they latch onto a few key principles and they get a good model and they rape and pillage the marketplace and they're gone. And that's bad. Um, and so, uh, that none of those principles apply. I've been in, in the same space for 30 years. I'm not going to be in it for 30 more, <laughs> but before I go, my commitment is to pass on what I know. And for those who want to work with me individually to, to work, uh, to install what I know, uh, there's a place for tricks. Um, and, and certainly, um, your podcast host, uh, has been a, uh, shall I say a master of the marketing trick, but it always, they always fit within strategy. So yes, tricks voice. So for example, um, <clears throat> voice broadcasting. Yes. I had a few tricks up my sleeve. This go, this is back in the day. Um, getting on my cell phone and saying, hey, this is Michael. I'm under the underpass, uh, but I pulled over because I wanted to call you, et cetera, right? And so that would show up in thousands of insurance agency phone systems back in the day, voice messaging systems back in the day show up first thing in the morning and the receptionist or somebody might write it down. Okay. Until it was against the law. Didn't do it after that. Fax broadcasting. Um, I delivered, oh, they were jam packed like a thousand words on one page and I delivered 30,000 a month um, with headlines. And so I would, um, I would identify Yes, I, I did some other things that later became illegal, like scraping the internet for leads. So, uh, so I'd find every allied agent and go out with a headline featuring one of my clients. Allied agent declares 31% annual growth. Here's how, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, until that was against the law. Internet scraping and spamming? Yes, did it plenty. In fact, I ran the largest e-blast advertising company in the property and casualty and life insurance industries. Uh, but internet scraping for email addresses and spamming did that until it was against the law. Of course, this is not so much a trick. Direct mail. Solid as a rock, been around forever. It's going to be because because uh, th there's a formidable, formidable infrastructure and lobby for um, the USPS. Mail's going to be around for a long time. Awfully hard to make that illegal. Um, but indeed, I'd write the 32-page sales letter for our annual boot camps, and it'd be filled with colorful buck slips and grabbers and lift notes and order forms. Not so much a trick. Good, solid copywriting. Uh, of course, then there was this new thing called email. And at the beginning, maybe that kind of seemed like a trick because 1999, uh, my co-founder and I created a little company called ZipDrip, which delivered automatic email marketing. And it was first designed for me. And then I shared it with the industry. Um, people see things like this and they think, oh, that's marketing. I need to go do that. And I will discourage you from that. There'll be a time when we get into, I'd, I'd really prefer to call it a tactic. Okay. Tricks. Let's not call it tricks. Tricks are for kids. Uh, tactics are for adults and uh, tactics that fit within strategy. That's where the serious insurerpreneur hits scale. Um, here, here's an example of a trick. Okay, and then I'm going to move on. Um, tactic gone wrong. This is the worst email I ever got from an insurance agent. It happened oh, 10 or 12 years ago. Now, um, I've taught thousands of agents some principles and some techniques in marketing. So I got put on a lot of lists, a lot of, lot of email lists. Apparently, 
uh, this was a former student of mine, and apparently he learned the trick. He just didn't learn the strategy. <laughs> so I opened up my laptop one morning, and uh, there was a subject line on an email, and it said, Michael, you're being sued. So naturally, I opened it up, heart palpitating and palms sweating and my emotions swirling. And yeah, I opened the email. Well, that's the purpose of a subject line is to get an email open, like the purpose of an envelope is to get the letter opened. And then the first line was, Michael, imagine getting a letter in the mail that says that, that you're about to be sued. And I realized, oh, he just wanted me to get it open. And now I've got it open, but I'm opened in a very negative emotional state. I am up mad, right? And so somebody uh, in an industry that um, lives and breathes um, on trust, boom, immediately violated my trust. So beware of the trick and always, uh, always uh, to the best of your ability, understand the principles of marketing, which really have to do with, in our space, really have to do with uh, earning trust and earning loyalty and approaching your market with the highest level of integrity and giving value and, of course, doing it in a structured way. So we're going to talk a little bit about um, the structured ways in which we can do that. So I'm going to start with step number one. Uh Simple, but remarkably um, ignored in the industry in general. This is what I call the, um, the four-stage ACOR insurance marketing model. Boom. Um, and if you understand it, here's a promise I'm going to make to you, and it might sound almost magical, but it's not. When you make the transition from thinking like an insurance agent to thinking like a marketer, uh, there's a remarkable transition that happens in the agency uh, in that uh, you're paying attention to different things. And when you pay attention to different things, like if you're looking over there, that tends to be where you go. So I'm going to give you four things to look at uh, that help you organize your marketing and do it in a, a logical clean way to do it. So let's say we had a consulting session. You came to the casita and I might say, and, and let's, let's assume that I didn't know much about your enterprise before you got here. I might say, so tell me, how, how do you organize your marketing now? And typically, if I will say that, nobody really knows how to answer that question. What do you mean organize my marketing? It's haphazard. It's chaotic and random. It remind This reminds me of a principle that I, I really, I haven't taught uh, for a long time, but was fundamental back when I uh, was operating the Quantum Club coaching program. I called it the RAM cycle, R-I-M, cycle. Uh, in other words, um, the principle is that ideally your marketing is R-A-M cycle, relentless, automatic, merciless, and cyclical. So in other words, you've got a marketing system that works and you really turn it into a system so that it w- does continue to reach out to the market relentlessly, automatically, mercilessly. And what I mean by that is you really don't put up with too many excuses and cyclically. So when it's over, boom, it's time to do it again. And maybe for us to tweak it. Well, this is how, this is one of the things that the ACOR, four-stage ACOR uh, insurance marketing model does for us um, is it provides uh, clarity. So after we talk about how you organize your marketing now, I'm, I may now dig in a little bit deeper. So I want to talk about um, what you've done, whether or not it's been organized or haphazard. Fair enough. I want to know what you've done um, that um, might be considered marketing. So, you know, l- let's keep this simple. Marketing being what you do to attract the market or markets of your choice to you, ideally in such a way that they're predisposed and pre-motivated to do business with you, to do all of their business with you, and to do it for a long time. That's the ideal. So we attract people with optimal uh, cost of customer acquisition, and then we 
deepen those relationships so that we earn maximum customer lifetime value. Those are the, like the two, those, those are the, uh, the, the, the two magic elements of marketing. The right cost of customer acquisition or CAC, customer acquisition cost, and then ultimately maximum customer lifetime value, MCLV. So then we're going to explore how do you attract people into your funnel? How do you make sure that they're the right people? How do you make sure that they come with the right buying attitude? What do you do uh, in your business to convert them? How do you make those relationships richer and deeper? And how do you make sure that they last as long as possible? So now we're beginning to organize it. This is the way we organize marketing. Um, really good marketers think about organizing kind of like engineers. And what I mean by that is they break it down into chunks. And those chunks then allow us to think clearly, to see um, the activities in each of these four categories. Um, and then to, uh, you know, like an engineer, look at what's working and what's not not working and 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 now begin to look for ways where we can engineer it a little better and make it work a little better. So these are the four stages of the ACOR insurance marketing model. ACOR being the acronym for attract, convert, optimize, and retain. So those are the four elements. Attract. How do we generate leads? How do you get folks and the right folks into your marketing funnel? And how do you make sure um, that uh, by the time they raise their hand, they're juiced, they're warmed up, they're excited. <coughs> That's attracting. Two, convert. So when we attract people, we turn leads into genuine prospects and they raise their hand and they say, boom, I'm interested. And ideally, this is in the, in the ACOR model, uh, they're not somebody who raises their hand and says, I want a free quote. There's somebody that raises their hand and says, I want you. And the difference is night and day. So when we attract people, we look at how are we reaching out to the marketplace in such a way that we're giving value and that we're attracting people by solving their problems, that we're earning respect, um, and we're using the tools of persuasion like social proof and authority and so on and so forth so that they believe us and that they trust us. And so they raise their hand and now we move to the second stage, C, convert. How do we turn those leads into buyers so that we can execute the first transaction? Now, maybe more than one at a time, which would be great, which then is a segue to number three, optimize. How do we make those relationships richer and deeper so that we have more policies per customer, so that we have more revenue per customer, and now that we're turning uh, those, those buyers we turn buyers into clients or we turn customers into clients. And then ultimately where the wealth and equity is fundamentally is our, the book of business. How do we retain them as long as we possibly can? Boom. Um, so uh, those are the, those are the four dogs, <laughs> dogs. That's another acronym drivers of organic growth. You got four dogs on your sled team, attract, convert, optimize and retain and you look at each one of them and you feed them well and they take your sled on the Iditarod. Um, <clears throat> so <clears throat> what I'm going to suggest to you is that once a month, now, and you should do this now. In fact, I'm going to ask you four questions. Um, and so your ability to answer these four questions is an indication of how close you are to the drivers of organic growth in your enterprise, okay? And this, these are the um, surface level questions, surface level analysis, and then I've got a deeper level analysis. We'll talk about that in a second. Surface level analysis. Number one, how many leads did you attract last month? Number two, what was your conversion ratio? Number three, how well did you optimize those relationships measurable by policies per customer and revenue per customer? And number four, what was your rolling 12-month retention? One, two, three, four. Did you know the answers to those questions? If you did, then you're paying attention to the things that drive organic growth. If you didn't know the answers, then we're going to get you a little bit closer. And that really becomes the basis of your marketing dashboard. In fact, I, I, I have a toolkit. 
uh, ask me for the toolkit, email me or uh, reach out on um, uh, LinkedIn. Uh, this is for the self-scaling insurance agency because I do have more than one toolkit. Ask for it. I'll give it to you. And it has a tool uh, that will help you uh, gain clarity and direction on um, your ACOR, A-C-O-R. It's called the ACOR Reporter. I'll get it to you. Just ask me for the toolkit. So that's your fundamental marketing dashboard. Now we can go deeper. Um, but don't worry about this yet. But, you know, if you get first, start with the uh, start with the answers to those four questions. Right. And it, it, honestly, if you can pay attention to those four questions for a month and then maybe for a quarter, you're going to see a major transformation in your agency. It begins to change the entire culture and we begin to see a significant strategic shift away from whatever the old school culture of is the of the insurance agency to um, and, and ensure a preneurial enterprise which is destined for growth. Now let's go deeper. Let's take one let's just take the first one. A <coughs> attract, excuse me. <clears throat> so yes, the uh, surface level analysis is how many leads did you attract last month? But now we want to know at the deeper level analysis, uh, what's the source of every lead? What's the uh, cost of every lead per source? Um, what's the conversion rate of each lead per source? Because they're going to be different. Um, what's the content that was consumed by which leads and when? And so on and so forth. So uh, serious marketers um, dig deeper and do a deep level analysis. But boom, I'm going uh, I'm to stop there. Uh, for now, on that, those are the um, <clears throat> four stages of the ACOR insurance marketing model, ACOR, ACOR. And again, ask me for the toolkit and I'll get you the ACOR reporter. And you know what? I'll throw in a an Excel spreadsheet into this tool as well that you can use as your dashboard. So... <clears throat> Let's, uh, that's, that's step number one. That's the first part of this, of the self-scaling method is think like a marketer. Uh, the second step is what I call the five levels of the modern insurance agency. Let me put this into perspective. There've been a, a couple of times, a couple of guests on this podcast series, uh, who have uh, done something similar for their business. I'll give you an example. Uh, without naming names, uh, example number one, major, major, major um, uh, technology provider in our industry. Uh, they have uh, uh, organized the marketplace into five or six, um, not levels, but different kinds of agencies. And essentially, uh, and they they had, um, as I recall, it was McKinsey that um, they had developed this for them. <clears throat> It uh, it demonstrated to them the likelihood of the agencies in each quarter uh, to buy uh, technology and to buy more technology. That's what it was for. <coughs> Excuse me. Another example: major cluster that uh, whose revenue is. Um, <clears throat> based to some extent on the success of the agencies. And then they buy the agencies or offer to buy the agencies when the principal is ready to exit. They have a, they have a way to organize um, agencies in terms of their, uh, you know, the, their uh, likelihood to execute and to get things done and then ultimately to sell back up to this cluster. Well, my model is, is similar but different. My model is based on organic growth. That's my area. Um, so, uh, I tend to see level one through level five, see, uh, progressively higher levels of organic growth as we move up from level one to two to three to four to five. And that's really, that's, that's simple. And the fundamental principle, uh, f the fundamental, the core principle is the ability to deliver, um, a, a deeply satisfying customer experience. Boom. The more we can do that. Um, the higher we're, uh, we're going to go up on the ladder of the five levels. <clears throat> so let's identify uh, what they are. Okay, so what's, what is the um, 
What's the value of knowing what level you're on? Well, it's extremely valuable. Uh, first of all, <clears throat> not everybody, not every agency, not every insurerpreneur should be doing the same thing, period. Um, you've got uh, uh, different levels of maturity, different uh, kinds of markets. Uh, this is the independent agency system, and there's a lot of independents, okay? So you've got roughly 40,000 independent insurance agencies, and they, they, there's a lot of um, breadth and a lot of diversity in the execution of those agencies. Uh, so they shouldn't necessarily be doing the same thing. But what they should know is, where am I right now? What level am I at right now? And what does that indicate to me should be the steps that I should be taking to accelerate more my organic growth? Like right now, this week, this month, this quarter. Because you know what? Um, in six to 12 months from now, you could easily jump from one level to the next, and then you've got a new path and plan in front of you. So yes, you can install systems that scale and replace the systems that hold you back. You can generate deeper levels of customer loyalty and the maximum customer lifetime value that is the reward for customer loyalty. You can install lead gen systems that load your marketing funnel with pre-qualified and pre-motivated leads and then warms them up so that, again, they don't say, hey, I want a free quote, and you get in the practice quoting game, but they call and they say, I want you. And then you can innovate at the retail level such that you really own the marketplace, delivering a customer experience that they can't get anywhere else. So I'm going to walk through the uh, each of these five levels. Uh, uh, first of all, very, 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 very quick overview. Level one tends to be stuck. They either, they're stuck either because they're selling on price or they operate like a private practice. I'll, I'll give a little more detail on these. Level two, this is the, I call them the professional agency. Level one is the commodity agency. Level two, the professional agency. Boom, well-run agency. Unfortunately, looks like the well-run agency of 1995. And here's what I mean by that. In the 70s and the 80s and the 90s, what we saw was a professionalization of the insurance agency. We really saw a transition from the insurance agent to the insurance agency. And in order for them to get bigger and to scale effectively, they installed certain business systems. So this is an agency that's well run, but generally the agency principal is somewhat concerned they're slipping behind and often they are, uh, which gets us to level three. The distinction here is that the level three agency is really investing in their future by investing in their customer base. Level four agency adds something. Um, you know, the level three agency, they're starting to market. They're communicating um, with value and content to their existing customer base. The level four agency really owns the future because they've merged two professions, insurance and marketing. Boom, put them together. So now they've cracked the code on lead generation, but they're also delivering generally a really satisfying customer journey for each segment of their book of business. And the level five agency um, kind of takes... Um, Oh, takes the um, Peter Drucker principle to uh, the ultimate extreme. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quote Drucker, <clears throat> which is, is fundamental to my own personal philosophy. Drucker said, because it's, he said this back in the 60s, I think, because it's, its purpose is to create a customer. The business enterprise has two and only these two basic functions, marketing and innovation. So we see marketing begin to get really installed at level three and level four um, and innovation at level five. Marketing and innovation produce results. All the rest are costs. That's what Drucker had to say. So at level five, we begin to add innovation. So I'm going to get into a, a, just a little bit more detail on each of the five levels. So the commodity broker, they tend to be stuck. Uh, they're, they, they, look, these are not bad agencies and these are not bad people. Um, I have, um, um, I, I've got a client, million dollar uh, book of business um, and the agency principles, the producer. Uh, so the business model is topped out and the agency is stuck. Okay. 
That's, con that's the common problem. So we solve the problem of level one. Um, here are three things. Uh, number one, uh, uh, by installing business systems um, that allow us to scale. That happens at level two. Uh, by managing uh, um, uh, personal productivity and uh, overlapping or related to that uh, with the uh, time management hacks and mastery. Okay. Systems, productivity, time management, which then allows us to get up to level two, which is called the professional agency. And this is really the beginning of scaling. Once a level one agency gets to level two, then the, for example, in the example I gave, the agency principal who's the solo pr uh, producer now can have two producers or five producers or a hundred producers, and they can be the level two agency. Um <clears throat> And again, as I said earlier, I, 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 you're probably or maybe aware that I was the um, uh, chief executive officer of the PIA on the West Coast back in the 90s. I had a lot of level two agencies then. Uh, unfortunately, the level two agency of today is falling behind because they have to do something else. Now, uh, without providing a full workshop on this, I'm going to summarize why level three is so important. It's because the money's in the relationship. <laughs> okay, so the level three agency is called the strategic agency, and I call them the strategic agency because they, all, they, they, they are now committed to a strategy. And the strategy is the customer. It's the customer relationship. It's the customer experience. It's the intimacy with the customer. It's the relationship with the customer. And so now they are moving towards higher customer lifetime value. Okay. CLV. So it's a customer driven strategy in the modern age of insurance. Now, does it work? Yes. Um, I will allude to the excellent research that is done by Bain and company on the um, relationship between the insurance cust customer and the insurance provider. And what they discovered was that the highly loyal insurance customer measured as scientifically as you can with a net promoter score, a nine or a 10 on an NPS score, highly loyal insurance client um, <coughs> delivers 300% more value than a seven or an eight, a, a neutral or a mid-loyal um, insurance customer and 700% more value than the zero through six detractor or low loyal insurance customer. How do they do that? That's amazing. Okay, not not seven percent more. Hey, as a marketer, if I see something's getting me a, a seven percent higher response, I'm all in. If I see something's getting me a seventy percent higher response, I'm crazy besides myself. But now, I'm what I'm sharing with you is you can get seven hundred percent more customer lifetime value, or at least three hundred percent more customer lifetime value by investing in the relationship and earning the loyalty. To, again. Approach the market with integrity, deliver value, learn the principles of thought leadership. But there's generally a problem. So what happens here? Why, why, why is that? Um, well, a highly loyal insurance client re, uh, re retains at 97%. They refer 250% uh, more referrals than even a mid-loyal customer. And of course, the low-loyal customer... Um, doesn't deliver um, referrals. They deliver complaints and put them on social media. <laughs> uh, and uh, they buy 25% more insurance. You put those things together, you get a very valuable asset. What's the most valuable asset you've got? It's probably the loyal customer. But uh, the level two agency, um, you know, again, it's a professional agency. Maybe they have producers. You know, we, we can talk about the, um, you know, some, a, a slight twist, but they're generally not marketing. So now the level three agency, boom, they're investing in the customer relationship. The level four agency, however, 
add something else. They've cracked the code on lead gen. The level three agencies learning about marketing and you usually they usually get excited about it and they say, wow, you know what? Insurance is fun again. And they're seeing um, emails come back from customers uh, who are satisfied and they're seeing uh, Google reviews and they're seeing nifty NPS scores and it's, it's showing up where it matters, right? It's showing up with uh, referrals. It's showing up with uh, more account rounding. Uh, it's showing up with higher retention, shows up on the profit and loss statement. But they're generally not killing it with um, customer acquisition, the level four agency is. So again, they're master marketers. And so, uh, however it happens. So this tends to be an advanced skill. You know, the, the level three agency um, may have certain, what we may think of as advanced skills. You know, they, they, they might be using marketing automation. Uh, they might be doing, uh, you know, creating some content that is valuable for their existing customers. But we get to the level four agency. They're pretty sophisticated marketers. Uh, generally, they're going to be using some tools like a content calendar, an editorial calendar, and conducting an avatar or persona exercises. And they're generating um, uh, their own original content, which is that's always happens in the level four agency. Um, they, uh, they create lead magnets. They understand the principles of a funnel, top of the funnel, middle of the funnel, bottom of the funnel. Uh, they might be indeed doing uh, more aggressive search engine optimization. They might be doing pay-per-click advertising. Um, and there's certainly, you know, if we look at the uh, uh, ACOR model, they, they are clearly, um, well, let me explain this. I call the level four agency the aligned agency because one of the things that happens here is that <clears throat> everything gets aligned around the strategy of maximum customer lifetime value and customer acquisition. So the technology is aligned with the staff, which is aligned with, with the processes, the business processes, the very scripts, the very things that people say. So they're going to be working closely with the uh, uh, both producers and inbound closers, whether they're account executives or customer service reps or call them what you want. The words that they say, they're scripted because they fit within an aligned strategy, which is designed to gain new customers and generate maximum customer lifetime value from those customers. So um, there, uh, this is a, this is an advanced agency. This is an agency. This is again, where I begin to see scale 25% or 25.89 or higher. And then the level five agency, um, I call it the innovator agency because they've added innovation on top of being master marketers, innovation. Um, a uh, former client of mine, Umberto Fidelli, um, uh, arguably owner is or was of the largest privately owned single owner agency in the United States. Certainly had record industry record breaking annual growth for years and years. Um, I invited him once to uh, speak at uh, one of my annual boot camps. And at that one, we had four or 500 agencies there. He flew in from Chicago and took the stage and, he, and, and you know, d just delivered pure genius. And um, people lined up after his presentation for Q&A. And, um, you know, one of the questions was, if you were going to, you know, Umberto, if you were going to like, boil it down to the, like the most important thing that will generate growth and what was most important for you. His answer was very simple. The most important thing you can do is not look and feel like an insurance agency. That's what everybody else does. And so I, I do have models for innovation, ways, ways to uh, think differently, ways to think sequentially, ways to package um, content that can accelerate innovation. Ult ultimately, innovation uh, you know, it happens like right there at the at that surface tension 
you know, the creative, the point of creative tension between you and your marketplace where you're, you're so intimate with their problems and their needs and, and what they truly desire that you're able to innovate solutions. It's far beyond. It says almost always is not limited by the product. You indeed could be selling the exact same product as your customer. The innovation, not always. You can work with a carrier to develop, particularly as you get really good at this and you begin to own a marketplace, then carriers can will gladly be in negotiations with you. But you, you, you can indeed um, sometimes create or negotiate with or get uh, exclusive rights in a territory to a specialty product. That's outstanding innovation, but you can also innovate the experience with things like thought leadership, with, uh, with um, content, uh, with innovative ways to solve other problems for your clients that has nothing to do with the product itself. So, number one, organize, organize so we can think clearly about, you know, what's working and what's not, and we can engineer it and design it with the four-stage ACOR insurance marketing model. Number two, lay out a path and plan for you based on, hey, where, where are you now? Oh, by the way, I should mention this. And the five levels of the modern insurance agency. You, you may have already, as I went through that, you know, level one, two, three, four, and five. Okay. Level one, commodity broker tends to be stuck. The model's going to just top out. Number two, professional agency, but tends to be falling behind because they're not using modern approaches to the marketplace. Number three, now, you know, they are a strategic and they're really investing in deeper relationships. So they're getting higher uh, retention referrals and revenue per customer. Number four, crack the code on lead generation and uh, have very sophisticated marketing tools that they're gaining mastery over in level five innovation. Boom. Which one are you? Um, if you would like, I can give you a more formal answer um, and I'll put it in the kit. Um, it is a survey that uh, with five questions take about 45 seconds to answer. Uh, it will, one, uh, spit out an, an answer. It'll, it'll perform a diagnostic for you and give you an answer. And two, then um, I, I will direct you to a series of tools uh, that will help you get to the next level. So let's talk about step number three. This is a hack. Like I said, um, we're going to use human psychology and everything we know about it, and we're going to use it to our advantage. So there are six ways. I call this formalizing your network, hacking the who and immersing yourself in a network of success. So presenting six ways to accelerate organic growth without adding tech, without hiring more producers or spending money on advertising or marketing, Admittedly, my bias is showing um, because I do this. I help people do this. <laughs> um, you know, with a mastermind group or program, for example. Uh, but I do it because it continually works, and there's nothing I've ever done um, with you know alongside private consulting, one-on-one, like deep dive consulting that gets nearly the results that this does. So what are the six things? Okay. Um, admittedly, the, the life of the insurerpreneur uh, often may feel like the loneliness of the long distance runner. Hour after hour, day after day, on your own, uh, hard decisions for you to make in a very unpredictable world, um, realizing that when you look around, nobody cares as much as you do, but you don't really have to go it alone. Uh, there, there's something dangerous about going it alone. Uh, you're, you're getting left out of so much. Doing things by trial and error, doing things haphazardly. So, like I said, 30 years of swimming in the insurance pond. I've never seen a true fast growth agent who didn't take their connections and their tribe and their network and their learning from others as serious as onions. So six ways to hack the who. Number one, networking. Uh, ideally, extreme networking with a group of like-minded and success-minded agents who freely share their successes 
speak openly about their failures. Uh, and I do. <laughs> my, my, my biggest lessons come from my failures. There's something about, um, about um, a failure that, that's um, it's a, a masterful teacher. Uh, so sometimes our successes can be misinterpreted. Like we, can, we may misinterpret the successes as, as like as if maybe we're the successful person, whereas it's often the strategy and the tactic. Um, failures have a way of making lessons often very, very clear. Um, and to go back to the network, having a group that where, where every member supports every other member strategically, personally, sometimes emotionally, you should have that. Do you have, do you have that network? Number two is accountability. Uh, as every sports and business coach knows, nothing enhances performance more than accountability. Like absent every other variable, if I can just plop accountability into it, I had somebody show up at um, our second uh, mastermind meeting of the year in, um, it was about a month ago, and said, and, and his report was, I got more done in the last three months since our last meeting that I've gotten done in the last three or four years. Why? It's just like, what else did we do? Nothing. We didn't make him do anything, but he knew he was going to come back and report. Um, so, yes. Uh, so that's why in sports, we measure the speed of the pitch. We measure the free throw percentage. We put it on a scoreboard. The savvy insurance entrepreneur declares their intent to somebody and or to a group that they trust. That level of accountability overlaps with networking. You should have that. Do you have that in place? Number three is training. Um, the very great majority of insurance agents are really very, very good insurance agents. But that doesn't mean that they're professional marketers. But if we want growth, we've got to learn certain principles and certain tactics. Marketing as a profession in itself it requires learning. So particularly now, you know, marketing is changing quickly. Insurance is changing quickly. The savvy insurepreneur seeks out sources of training that are based on experience, wisdom, and practical application, you should have that. You should have a curriculum laid out in front of you. Do you have that? Number four, <clears throat> related but different coaching and guidance. Sometimes uh, having um, somebody to bounce an idea off of um, or to customize a, a personalized insight that is appropriate to the, the the very problems that your agency is having. The coach is probably the fastest court shortcut to wiping out those roadblocks or gaining perspective um, and accelerating your growth. So you should have that. Like, a, like a, uh, every single serious athlete, no matter how many hundreds of millions of dollars their contract is up, they've got coaches, right? They've got strength coaches and depending on what they're playing, a defensive coach and an offensive coach and a team coach, coaching matters. Number five is what I call 10Xing your Rolodex. Um, clearly, we know that who you, who you know matters. Your own network matters. There's a lot of power in that punch. Um, the advantage of formalizing your network is that you can 10x your Rolodex. So in other words, boom, you know, let's say you've got 20 people in a formal network with you. Uh, there's no doubt you've at least 10x your Rolodex. So you're only now, instead of being three or four or five steps away from somebody, you're two steps away from pretty much with a, with a network that's formal and that's big enough, you're now one or two steps away from this anybody that can help solve whatever problem you've got. Uh, number six is slightly different, but, uh, and, and, and maybe a little bit unusual, but one I believe in very, very strongly, particularly as you gain more mastery over the principles yourself, mentoring others. I, realizing, of course, that the stated purpose of mentoring is to help somebody with lesser experience um, but those of us who, you know, like that's the purpose of mentoring. 
But there's a secondary benefit that's probably just as big for those of us who do that for a living, like me. I mentor for a living. Those of you, who, those of us who do it for a living, we know about that secondary benefit. It makes us much, much better. Few things bring clarity of thought or mastery as much as teaching does. The practitioner becomes a master by teaching others. And I would suggest you should do that. Do you do that? So I'm going to summarize very quickly. Um, I see I see far too many agency principals working too hard. I see far too many agency principals, and this is also true for insure techs. Really, everything that I've said so far pertains to anybody that's swimming in this space. Yes, indeed. Uh, you can organize your marketing. You can have a clear path and plan in front of you. Um, and you definitely should have a way to formalize your network. So those are the, the three steps. Um, provide clarity. They provide confidence. Uh, they give you a path and plan so you can go from where you are now to where you want to be in the shortest amount of time possible. And again, how do we do that? One, by being um, clearly organized, by understanding the four stages. And at some point, not just paying attention, but really becoming obsessed with those. Those are the four things to study. How do we attract people? How do we convert people? How do we optimize those relationships and how do we retain those relationships as long as we possibly can? Those four things. So again, I'll uh, get my toolkit and I'll give you the ACOR reporter. Um, number two is having a clear path and plan. And I suggest the five levels of the modern insurance agency simply because I see it works and I can, I can, I can see what happens to an agency when they make that transition from one to two or two to three and so on and so forth. Now, it, uh, so I want to put this into slight perspective. I want to gain, an, I want to give another perspective to the five levels. Every agency is a little bit of this and a little bit of that, right? So when you do, when we do a deeper analysis, we realize, oh yeah, I've got, I've got a little level two and a little level three, but you know, so whatever it is, but generally we know it's like being on a ladder. You know, you, you, you might have left foot, right foot, left hand, right hand on four different rungs, but you know basically how high are you on that ladder? It's exactly what we're talking about here. Um, I have a tool called the um, five-level elevator, which is designed to help you see each of uh, the positive element of each of those five levels and to use the strength of each one to get to the next level. I'll put that in the toolkit. Um, and then step number three, formalizing what's normally not formal, hacking the who, um, identifying the um, six benefits of formalizing your network and um, in making the decision, making the decision to do something about that. And again, I've got a bias there and, and uh, I'll just take one moment on this. Uh, I'm not looking for the great unwashed in my mastermind group, but I do have a few seats left. Like I've said, like I've recently announced, I'm not going to be in the industry forever. I've been in it for 30 years. Give me 24 months or so, and I want to pass on the knowledge and perhaps the wisdom as, along with the strategies and the tactics I've got as, to, to as many people as I possibly can. And for those who are very serious and really want to get to the next level, I have a small handful of seats that are open in my mastermind group. If you're interested, let me know. Level five mastermind group. Reach out to me one way or another. Um, if you're serious about it, you'll figure out how to do it. I'll leave it at that. Um, so step one, step two, step three. Agencies that I've seen install these three steps organizing their marketing, having a clear path and plan, and then engaging in a formal network. These are the agencies I see grow 25 to 40% per year. If that's interesting to you, um, stay in touch. And uh, I will simply, I will leave you with this thought. It's not hard, 
but we can't do it by chasing shiny new things. We can't do it by being confused. We can't do it by being disorganized. We need to do it by being what I call an insurerpreneur, committed to growth, uh, feed the dog, feed the four dogs, okay? <laughs> feed the dogs, the, the drivers of organic growth. And, um, and what I've seen people discover is that once we begin to install these systems, the systems take over for themselves. And we can say, in fact, I'll quote my client, Mike Matheson, told me, he said this to me probably five or six years ago. And he had grown 30 to between 30 and 40% for probably a decade. Grew from $6 million to $100 million in premium. And about five or six years ago, he said, he said to me, Michael, I, I work about 20 hours a week. And beyond that, I just don't know what to do. Why is that? Because he had systems installed that were running the agency for him. And they weren't just running it. That's old school. The, the new school systems are systems that grow your agency. And my promise to you is that um, that can happen in your agency and whatever your dream is for your agency, that dream can come true. And in fact, it probably can be much, much easier than you think it's going to be. If you have any questions, reach out. Um, my email is michael at michaeljans.com or reach out to me on LinkedIn. It's been a pleasure spending time with you here in the casita. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Connected Insurance Podcast. If you found this episode informative, please share it with your peers and colleagues. Explore the Connected Insurance family of resources for insurance agents and brokers by visiting agencyrevolution.com and clicking media. Subscribe and get updates delivered right to your inbox.